0: So here we are at the last tale. Thank you for listening. It's still never too late to add comments or ratings, and I can be contacted at lechris at talk21.com for castigation and online abuse. The assessment is for everyone who works in mental health services. We don't always get it right, but we keep trying. Someone has to. The assessment. Oh, shit, another day. Same struggle, same demands, same outcomes. But you're on duty this morning, so you'd better get on with it. Hope Maria remembers you're dropping Jane off early. Remember last week? Oh, I didn't realise you'd be so early. I'm so sorry. It's not as if she wasn't being paid. And like dominoes, all the plans went down. Late for the train, late for the assessment, patient had gone out, police said they had no authority to stop him, and then your manager had yelled and it had all been pretty unpleasant. So the timings have to work, don't they? Can't lie here any longer, would love to lie here all day, let the clouds drift slowly across the sky, doing their fluffy origami thing, and wandering thoughts and sweet fantasies and impossible dreams and warmth and sleep, but no, up a bloot. Dress. Shout at Jane. Kettle. Cereal. Juice. Shout at Jane. Panic. Pull off her duvet. Hustle. Hustle. Nag. Nudge. Cajole. There we are. Come on. You're seven now. You shouldn't need to be reminded. I know Maria is annoying, but it will only be for a while longer, and then you can get to school yourself, and everyone is going to be ten times happier. But right this minute, we have to leave. Hurry up. No, just put it in the sink. It's fine. We've got to go now. And okay, yes, you can go to Bal's house after school, that will be fine, but I'll have to tell Maria, and she'll have to tell Miss Berriford. I will help with the project, of course I will, this weekend, all right? Now have a good day, and don't fight with Sammy McNaught. Hallelujah, Maria has remembered, excellent. Love you too, bus or walk to the train station. Walk and the bus will arrive, stand and the bus will never come. So walk, slight run, plenty of time, I think. It is ten past, isn't it? Papers, yes, got the section papers, got the claim forms, got the warrant. We'll check for the bed when I get off the train, they won't be picking up yet. Ambulance booked, got the reference number all set. Who is he today? Another poor bastard, not taking his meds, smoking too much weed, trying to keep himself to himself. But you can't do that, not these days. Irritable but not aggressive. High absconction risk, though. Thirty-six years old, was an architect but got laid off. This would be his third admission. "'No family. He lost touch years ago. "'Isolated? Friendless, maybe? "'Well, we'll certainly make his day, won't we? "'Hello. We have come to assess you under the mental health Act. "'This may, no, this almost certainly will result in your detention under Section 2. "'Not having that established diagnosis argument again, he hasn't been in for four years. "'You do not have to say anything, but anything you do say will be interpreted as a symptom of psychosis. "'Let's have none of your cynicism today, my girl.' This is your stop. Get off, get a coffee, start phoning. Welcome to the incarceration opera. Ongoing and playing everywhere. She's kind of cute, the social worker. Why not? You could use a little redemptive romance. We'll see. Better play the civil libertarian psychiatrist. Social workers love that. When you question the fundamentals of your science... What science? It's all a charade. We know as little about the brain as we ever did. But we have fallen into the cage of our professional outlook. Do I want to become a consultant? It's just an exam away. Oh, the glory, the status, the stability. But not really. Seen too many moth-eaten, burnt-out NHS casualties gasping for retirement. Jesus, an endless career prescribing thought-killing toxic drugs to the befuddled. Clinic after clinic, the hopeless attempt to police poverty with pathology. And then, what about the management? Surely it was not possible to get by in an NHS foundation trust without committing homicide at some point. Got to reorganise again. What, again? Yes, in order to hit the milestones in the pathway of productivity and operationalise the iteration of our mission statement within the parameters of a whole system's perspective of localised care delivery. You what? Yes, no one understands what it means. They just pretend they do. How to succeed? Agree enthusiastically with whoever spoke last. Nod, gush and clap. That way you'll be medical director within five years. Unless they find out about your cocaine problem, that is. Uncle Charlie speaking out of turn. But you can't bring yourself to sign a medical recommendation to drag some poor loon off to the bin without a little line or two. And you can't summon the courage to ask that rather fine young social worker out on a date unless a tiny smattering of white magic powder is flying up your nose. It's something you will get round to dealing with at some point. You know you have a problem. But not today. Today you are in total control. Here's the address. Time for a little cool psychiatry. Should have shaved. Always a mistake not to shave. Especially when you have to play the authority card. Also, you need to be sure they all identify you as one of the assessing doctors, not the social worker or the janitor, or worse, and it has happened, the patient. You don't have to iron the shirt, but that would have helped as well. And if you really do want to make an impression on the young woman, here she comes, she's lovely, isn't she? What wouldn't you give just to abandon this whole sorry spectacle, this carnival of oppression, and take her for a mocha or a macchiata or a knickerbocker latte? but you're beginning to realise that you're a bit of a scruff and what seemed like a sexy, rough, devil-may-care bravado when that last line was eating away at your nasal septum is now more like an unintentional homeless look. Your coke-fuelled confidence is just a shoddy cover-up of deep flaws. Can everyone see your flaws? You're beginning to sweat. Stop sweating. "'Oh, good, here comes the old bill, and the party's nearly complete. "'It's that annoying consultant, Dr. Watsit, "'from the South Crudsville Community Harassment Team. "'Although shock horror, a consultant has actually bothered "'to turn up for an assessment on her own patient "'instead of claiming a study day to research dopamine levels in captive Ardvarks or whatever it is you're supposed to do "'with a research day, which is probably not supposed to be "'stocking up on supplies of cocaine.' "'You know they're coming.' It's all so bloody predictable. You could write out the script and hand it to them as they barge in. It would save them from having to think for themselves. We're worried about you. You have not been keeping your appointments. You have not opened the door to your care coordinator, nor to the members of the crisis resolution team. We believe you may have stopped taking your medication. There have been complaints from your neighbour, and you have not responded to inquiries from your housing officer. We therefore conclude that you're relapsing, and you should be carted off to one of our seriously dilapidated wards to have what's left of your grey matter dissolved in an acid bath of antipsychotic flame juice, which will be administered forcibly into your arse through a jousting lance-sized needle, as you are pinned to the ground by people allegedly called nurses, employed because they enjoy pinning people to the ground. It's all in your best interests, please come quietly, or the police will put you in handcuffs and taser you. And because they will not stop to listen to your rebuttal of their plan, you will rehearse it quietly now to yourself as you wait for the ghastly rap of fate at your door, otherwise known as an assessment under the Mental Health Act. You don't need to be worried about me, touching as it is. I have not been keeping my appointments, as I find them tedious, inconvenient and unhelpful. My care coordinator is intellectually challenged and is incapable of advocating on my behalf. The Crisis Resolution Team is horribly misnamed, having never, as far as I can tell, resolved any crisis of any kind whatsoever. They should be called the Roaming Medication Enforcement Squad, as they have no interest in anything other than shoveling thought-blocking poison into you. They're always late, and they have tiny attention spans. You're absolutely right, I have stopped taking my medication. It's killing me. It makes me fat, impotent, and unable to concentrate. My neighbour is a white supremacist with a picture of Donald Trump on his wall and he plays German marching songs at three in the morning. My housing officer has never met me and has never made any kind of inquiry after my welfare. I do not require anything other than being left alone to unscramble my brain and recover from the torments inflicted upon me by the mental health system. Thank you and goodbye. Oh, one last thing. You all appear to be white and I'm, well... How can I put it? Not. There may be some kind of pattern here. So, you realise far too late in the day that when you're sitting at the dining table with your two more or less adult children, and you endeavour to embark on a discussion about how the day has unfolded, you realise that you yourself are already drunk, and they are stoned. So you are all adult and unhinged, and none of you will control your feelings, and it will end in another row, and it was supposed to be a nice relaxing meal for the family, and you even cooked them their favourite dish, and you never once complained about them both now being vegans. You are understanding because that is your profession. You listen to people, you probe and uncover and absorb their pain day in and day out, because you are a consultant psychiatrist. But here, in your home life, in your private domain, you are exposed as the fraud you are. No, that's too harsh. You are not a fraud. You are successful, estimable, respected. You are simply unable to deploy in the domestic sphere the sensitivity and judgment that you demonstrate in your working environment. And this is because? Families, my dear, families. And you're on your own and your children have different perspectives, totally alternative worldviews. They inhabit another paradigm. It's unbearable. It's how things have worked out. You don't want to live on your own, and you don't want to live with them. So how do you cope? Well, apart from drinking too much, obviously, you throw yourself into your work. The same team, the same locality now for twenty years, proudly attending to the needs of the mentally unwell, and this despite all the infighting and the micro-politics of the NHS. Chief executives come and go. Medical directors get hoisted on the petards of their own hubris and all the plotters and the schemers buzz around, currying favour and denouncing their enemies. But not you, no. You are focused on the job, focused on the service, even if sometimes, no, even if frequently, the people you are serving cannot understand why you need to interfere with their lives. Thankless, isn't it? A bit like being a parent. You hate saying or even thinking that It's all for your own good, but so often that is simply the case. And here we are again, mopping up at the scene of another psychiatric relapse. Very high-functioning when well, but stopped his meds, and now the storm of psychosis is brewing within, and we need to get him to hospital. He won't thank us, he will suffer, he will object, but this intervention will prevent more suffering, worse suffering, won't it? Of course. You're all for radical psychiatry, but in a crisis, you have to roll your sleeves up and just grin and bear what you have to do to people to help them. And it's your favourite social worker, which is great, but it's that appalling Section 12 doctor who always looks like he's a tramp and has been dragged through a hedge backwards. No matter. Let's get assessing. Always leave an assessment feeling conflicted, said your supervisor when you first started in the job. That way you know you're still human. Doubt you can live with. Certainty will get you in the end. Trouble is, the doubt begins to spill over into the other parts of your life, the parts that should have nothing to do with work, that ongoing, gnawing feeling that your child is a bit odd. But Jane's happy, isn't she? Barely literate, yes. Terrible table manners, yes. Gets into fights, has an unusual obsession with superhero toys. No one knows what happy means concentrate on the task in hand why did we settle for this section 12 he's a sleaze bag although there is also something vulnerable attractive even not doing that anymore no rescue sex no romantic entanglement as a social worker mixing work with the bedroom no 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 on the other hand no and here's my consultant and a police officer marvelous two police officers i've worked with them before they know their psychotic onions have completed plenty of these assignments. And what do you know, an ambulance too. It's like all the lemons on a one-armed bandit rolling around into place. OK, fake authority voice, channel your inner fascist, but also let them know how grateful you are for their help and how equally important they all are with regard to the mission of hauling this poor bastard off to the nuthouse, if he's currently off his trolley, must not preempt. Disguise the fact that you're in charge here, though, behind a veil of outspoken respect. Include everyone. Gather round, gather round for the Mental Health Act Sermon on the Mount. I don't know. I just missed my opening, I guess. I got lost in admiration of her bedside manner. Nudge, nudge. But seriously, she was really good with him. Rights, reassurance, gentle but firm persuasion. Handled them all well. The plods, the paramedics, the worshipful psychiatric Sybil even the caretaker. So much to remember. Another one signed off to the fruit farm for all the good it will do him. Symptoms? Yes. Past history? Yes. The section was totally justified. But what do we really do with them? That's the issue. We take them somewhere grubby and abandon them to be ignored and patronised and sedated. We throw a few pencils at them and ask them to draw their inner turmoil. Then we chuck them back out into the howling world of rabid indifference and congratulate ourselves on the wonders of modern medicine. No surprise, you need to keep your snorting muscles exercised. Charlie knows. Charlie understands. Oh, God, I'm disintegrating. Soon there'll be nothing left. Just a little puff of white smoke, all that remains of your once raging ego. Still, you've got her mobile number now. Home for a shower and a clean shirt, then a line and then... The pursuit of happiness. Of course they opened the door. If you don't open the door, they will kick it in. The police will kick it in. The police won't assist with these so-called assessments, they'd be better called foregone conclusions, unless the social worker has gone to court to obtain a warrant which grants the police the power to force entry. These warrants are handed out like sweeties by magistrates, based on the evidence of the social worker who attends the court, who is not necessarily the same social worker who attends the assessment, and who may never have met the person whose door is to be kicked in. The odds are stacked against the patient from the off. To protect my door, I let them in. If I had decided to be absent, they might well have broken the lock anyway, and then my flat would have been at risk. I let them in, and I let them talk to me. I have learned not to be angry or outraged, because anything you do say, and the manner in which you say it, is used as evidence against you. If you enter into an argument and try to refute what they say, then that is simply proof that you are irritable, agitated, and deluded. If you remain silent, it implies that you are so caught up in the private world of psychosis that you can't engage. I tell them I disagree with their hypothesis, that I am unwell. They conclude that whatever I say, I am indeed unwell, and tell me I am now detained... I trudge to my bedroom to pack my bags, and the police officer tells me to hurry up. I am now entering a world that knows not dignity. I am escorted to the waiting ambulance, I am perfectly healthy, and the ceremony of my confinement begins. I will have to perform many acts of supplication in the court of psychiatry now, before I am freed. And worst of all, I will have to let the chemicals flow, let them overwhelm me with their suffocating paralysis. My mind will be deep-frozen, I will be utterly incapable of rebellion. It is enough, I comment wryly to the inevitably all-white assessment team as they bundle me into the waiting vehicle, to drive you mad. Well, that's done. It's always a sad business. Now I have to get back for my clinic. Eight patients, one after the other. Sometimes the day ahead seems to stretch out in an endless grey landscape of suffering. I adjust medication here and there, a decrease, a slight increase, a different antidepressant, change in antipsychotic. We nibble away at the edges, trying to improve lives, inch by slow inch. I keep my head down. I don't complain, because that's an insult to the patients. If you can't hack it, you shouldn't be here. But still, I feel like I'm an administrator more than a doctor for the most part. Shuffling papers, typing away at the keyboard, managing the madness as well as I can though it's not long before my thoughts turn to the evening ahead that lies waiting somehow beyond this gloomy desert of the real. My children, what am I going to do with them? How can we find an accommodation between us that will not ignite into acrimony and recrimination? My account as a parent is laid out on the dining-room table, exposed every night for comment. Could we not be done with our partial histories and agree a truce? Map a gentle way forward that doesn't ask too much of any of us. The itch for a glass of wine creeps across me. We'll muddle through, I suppose. And with a little luck, the wine light and the sickly sweet clouds of skunk will not prevent our navigating a path forward. I walk away from the site of the assessment towards the team base. We have perpetrated once more our kindly violence against autonomy. Everyone has the best of intentions. That's the trouble with the world. Its despair is arranged in good faith.